everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am back in the podcast studio with Mr. George Dalton. Hello, Emma. George, it is good to have you back. You've been here before. One time, two times? One time. One time I had your wife. I yes, asked ma'am. I'm, I'm mixing up. So we'll link those episodes in the description so people can hear your story. But I say we just jump right in. How's that sound? Sounds great. Let's okay. go. Okay. Exodus 32, verses 15 through 35. Set it up for us, George. Okay. Three months after leaving Egypt, Moses and the Israel nation are led to Mount Sinai. God chooses to speak directly to the Israel nation at Mount Sinai. Moses gathers everyone at the base of the mountain with specific instructions for no one to touch the mountain. Then God covers the mountain with smoke, fire, thunder, lightning flashes, and then the mountain trembles as he spoke the Ten Commandments to Moses and the Israel nation. The people are so fearful of this that they ask Moses to be their mediator from now on. They fear that if they hear one more word from God, they will die. Moses and Joshua are called upon the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. During this time, God gives Moses specific instructions of how to build the tabernacle, all the implements inside, instructions for priestly garments, and the responsibilities in ministering the tabernacle. And God prints the Ten Commandments on two stone tablets. While Moses and Joshua are away, the Israel nation gets restless and presses Aaron to make them a god to go before them. Aaron takes their golden earrings and fashions a molten calf. Moses and Joshua come down the mountain to find Aaron and the Israel nation partying and worshiping the calf. They're getting rowdy down there. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Moses is so mad, he throws down the tablets and shatters them at the foot of the mountain. Then he took the calf, burned it with fire, ground it down to dust, and sprinkled the dust on the water and made the people drink it. Moses then turns to Aaron and asks, what happened? Aaron responds, this is chapter 32, 22 through 24, paraphrased by me. Don't be mad at me. These evil people asked me to make them gods. So I took their golden earrings, threw them into the fire, and out came this calf. Mm. Moses then calls the sons of Levi to him and instructs them to go through the Israel nation and kill those responsible for this rebellion. After 3,000 were eliminated, Moses goes to God to offer himself as atonement for the sins of the rest of the nation. Moses cannot reconcile the nation back to God, but God holds back his wrath on remaining remnant because of his promise to Abraham. Yet, he will punish them for mm. their actions. And that's where the story leaves off. That's right. So so what do we learn from this story, from today's reading? Well, first, I, I, what I saw is we need to own our own mistakes. Mm. Quit making excuses. This like, habit, uh, yeah. Aaron. Exactly. Don't be mad at me. The people wanted it. <laughs> exactly. And a, cra- a calf just jumped out of the fire. Yeah. yeah really? There it was. <laughs> How'd that happen? This habit goes all the way back to Genesis three twelve, when Adam is confronted by God concerning eating the tree of life. Adam responds, it was the woman whom God gave him at fault. I feel the consequences of Adam and Eve mistakes would have resulted in the same had they owned their mistakes. Yet we would have had a different picture of their mm. character. Same is true for us today. Too many people blame their circumstances, upbringing, DNA, etc. for the reason for their mistakes instead of just owning their mistakes and facing the consequences with a character of integrity. So own our mistakes. Don't make excuses. Correct. So good. What's the second one? Second one is wait on God. 
Too often we are guilty as an Israel nation of getting impatient. When things don't go our way or things don't happen when we think they should, we start having doubts or anxiety. Mm. We begin to listen to the lies in our heads. This is the value of living in a community of believers who love you and can remind you of the faithfulness of God when these doubts start creeping in. So true, George. What does your community look like? How does that play out? Well, we have uh, five in our community group, uh, three, six, seven in our community group. Okay. Um, nice. Three couples and uh, one single guy. And cool. uh, we are all uh, empty nesters. And uh, we love to get, meet together every week mm-hmm. and just challenge each other biblically. Uh, we are constantly studying something in the Bible. And so we just love to challenge each other uh, biblically and uh, and live authentically amongst um, uh, with each other. I love it, George. So own your own mistakes. Don't make excuses. Wait on God. What's number three? Number three, trust God. God is not obligated to tell us how he is working. So often when it seems God is not working in our lives, we get impatient or fearful. But Romans 8.28 promises us that God is working all things to our good. Whether you have been a believer for a day or decades, you have seen God do amazing things in your life. It's true. Reflecting back on those things will help you stay strong in trusting God. Focusing on Him, not the storm, will enable you to weather the storm well. So, George, how do you live differently in light of what you read and these lessons or principles that you draw from the passage? How do these play out? Excellent question. One, number one, have the courage to fess up to the mistakes that I've Mm -hmm. made. Uh, man up, face the consequences of those mistakes. Yeah. Easier said than done. It definitely but is. But worth true. doing. Yes. Number two, continual self-evaluation. Mm. As Psalms, as it says in Psalms 139, 22 through 24, I continually ask God to search my heart and show me where I'm falling short in reflecting his son. Asking myself, what is the why behind my actions or thoughts? If I'm feeling frustrated because something's not going my way, what is the cause of the frustration? Is it my pride? Mm, It's good. It's convicting. (laughs) True. And number three, have a healthy fear of the Lord. I think we need to be careful that we don't forget to have a reverent fear of God. Mm. We forget that through Jesus, we have access to Holy of Holies, who's the Israelites felt they could not listen to another word spoken without dying. Mm. It's weighty. It's a weighty privilege that we have. It is. And I think we take it for granted. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And last, I'd like to end with Isaiah 66 too. But this is the one to whom I will look, he who is humble and contrite in spirit and trembles at my word. Mm. It's a good way to close this, George. Thank you for being here and for sharing. Thank you all for letting me have, let me come on one more time. Oh, absolutely. I, I appreciate the time you took to sit with the scriptures and sort through them. And for those listening, we are in the final few days of our social media contest. So share to social media, tag Watermark Church, or shoot us an email at jointhejourneyatwatermark.org and let us know how you and your family are joining the journey. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.